0: Hi everyone, it's Shanda Wall, and in this week's episode of the Leadership Habit Podcast, I sat down with Greg Martin to talk about how to find fulfillment at work. We spend so much of our lives at work, over a third. Wouldn't you like it to be better? That's what today's conversation is about. Let me tell you a little bit more about today's guest. Greg is part of the founding team at Origin Merchant Partners, a boutique investment bank focused on mergers and acquisitions, and working with entrepreneurs of all kinds every day. He previously founded and operated a restaurant, catering, and food e-commerce business, which he has since exited. In addition, he is the host of the Lifetime at Work podcast, all about exploring the careers of different people, the pains, struggles, and the fulfillment that they can bring. I hope you enjoy Greg and I's conversation. I hope it inspires you to think a little bit differently about how you can find fulfillment within your current role or what you can look for in the next role. Enjoy. everyone welcome to this week's episode of the leadership habit podcast where we are talking all about how to find fulfillment at work. Oh, fulfillment, such a necessary thing to reduce our stress, improve our happiness and maybe even soften the quiet quitting that we're all having that tendency to do. And here to have this conversation, Greg, I'm so glad that you were able to stop by the leadership habit. How are you doing today?
1: Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jen. I'm happy and excited to be here.
0: Well, Greg, I would love if you could, before we dive into today's topic, which I love it, it's coming at the start of a new year, which means that we have a new mindset, a way to look differently, thinking about maybe we can change how we approach or actually find those opportunities to be fulfilled. Before we dive into the conversation, could you just share a little bit more about yourself for our audience?
1: Yeah, for sure. So I the reason I'm doing this, the reason I think you're asking me, is that I host a podcast, a regular podcast, and it's all about that. It's about career. It's called Lifetime at Work, and it's about our careers and the fulfillment that we get from them, why we find fulfillment, the struggles, and all that. But really, I mean, I started the podcast because I was sort of going through this sort of thing, or or call it a I call it a mid life mid work crisis, but but something like that, where I was really struggling. I mean, I, I had I graduated from university, I started in the world of investment banking, which was You know, 100 hour weeks at times, I call it 80 to 100 hour weeks most often. And I was working like crazy. I wasn't really thinking about it. Like, I wasn't really thinking about fulfillment and enjoying it. I was just sort of like, hey, I need a job. I I like this enough. I don't know what else I'm going to do. I I seem to be advancing. That's good. And uh, what happened to me though was I eventually reached this point. I think it was. I think it was about 10 years in where I sort of looked back and I said like, oh my God, like I'm, I've been doing this. And I and again it wasn't a hundred hour week we for 10 years, but it got better. I moved up, um, but I, I started to look back at what I had sort of done and I was like, is this it? Like, am I just going to keep doing this for another 10 years and then maybe another 10 years after that? And what more was there? And so I ended up Sort of leaving my job and going and, and i was very involved in a, in a restaurant a food catering and, and restaurant business it got killed by the pandemic it was uh it was good for <laughs> good for a few years while it worked but i ended up finding myself coming back to that my old career back in investment banking and kind of through that transition just really with a completely different perspective like i just learned all all, all this stuff i guess about myself by going and doing that by going and trying and doing something else and just about what I needed fulfillment in, in, from work and and just what that was all about. And so I came back to actually the pretty much the exact same job, but with a different perspective, I would say. And all the while, kind of near near while that was happening, I started this podcast because I was, you know, I call it, you know, mid-30s. And having that conversation with all of my friends, with people, colleagues, people of similar age, sort of trying to figure this sort of stuff out, like what am I getting out of work what I want to get out of it, and that was sort of the, the, the rationale. So now I've I've just been I've been having that conversation with a lot of people, and that's like the name of the podcast and kind of just you know what I what I do in my spare time is 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 talking about work.
0: I love it. I mean, and especially Gallup came out with a survey this year. Almost sixty percent of people around the world are quiet quitting. I'm sure there are a lot of people that can relate to that. They want something different from work. I have a I have a question though because I think. You know, when I talk to clients and they're ready to leave or they want to leave, one of the biggest things is I can't change. Like they feel stuck for whatever reason that is. What did you or how did you give yourself permission to actually leave what you had known for 10 years? Yeah, the
1: way I rationalize it to myself, and I, I still give this advice to people today, is that because I had done the same job for 10 years, I was just really well qualified to always come back. So I felt like I could. Go and do something else different, and if it really didn't work out, could just—I was very, yeah, very well qualified to go back, apply for new jobs, and get back into that old career that I had. But if I hadn't done that, if I hadn't left and, and gone and tried something else, I, I would have probably regretted it. I would have just been kept thinking, and, and it with increasing intensity over over my lifetime, like, well, what if I, I wish I had done this? Or, or you know, I, there's just that, that itch that you need to almost scratch. You need to. Try things out there, and so that's what I so I did. But I said like, hey, worst case scenario, I can come back, and I ended up, I ended up doing that. Didn't think I'd come back to the exact same job uh, and, and the exact same company, but again, that that option kind of is out there for for a lot of us.
0: So what I hear is all at the root of it is confidence. I believe I am qualified. I can always land on my feet Should this not work out. I will be able to find that next thing. It's that confidence and belief in yourself. Would you describe it as that?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and it's harder to do something completely new that you've never done before. It's exciting in many ways, but it's also hard because again, you don't even know what to expect. You don't know if you're going to be good at it. So that's kind of what I had to do and had to go out and do. And a lot of us do, right? A lot of us get to that point where we just, I don't know, we just romanticize or just dream or imagine or whatever about this, this this new job, this this entrepreneurial thing that I want to do, moving to a different country, whatever it might be. And sometimes you've got to figure out when the right time. It's just a matter of when, not
0: if. Yeah. Or how long are you willing to not be happy? How long are you willing to not be fulfilled? At 30 was when I made the no more call. I am no longer willing to commit to this, even though it's hard. I need a career that is better for me, especially because we spend so much more time at work than probably past generations did. And I knew that I was at a point for my fulfillment that it was impacting my mental health by staying stuck. But let's dive in. Why do you think maybe people struggle to find fulfillment at work? What do you think are the challenges that you see today?
1: So I think... There, it's, that's a complicated question. Um, there's lots of, lots of facets. And I think to to boil it down, I think that the fulfillment that we get, a lot of it comes from setting goals and achieving them, like just getting a little bit better at the job, right? If you're, if you're not good at it, if you don't get praise, if you don't advance, if you don't learn in a job, you're probably not going to like it or it's, you're going you're gonna to struggle. But what happens with a lot of people, I think, is that you know, you started something something new, you're learning a lot of stuff, you're, you're, you're meeting new people, you're doing all this new stuff, but that doesn't necessarily always last. Um, and sometimes that is on you, right? Sometimes that's on you for, I, I don't know, not, not finding the next thing within that job or within those parameters or communicating with your boss. And other times it is your company where, you know, they just want you to do this one set thing here. Um, you know, you're in charge of sales and you, you know, let's get 10 new accounts a week and that's it. This is the right. You're like, and that, you know, people will enjoy that. That'll be a challenge because getting 10 accounts a week is tough. But you reach a certain point where you get good at it. You've done it. And now you're like, well, I kind of need something else to try to achieve now. And I think that's in an example of sort of what happens to us in a lot of ways. We just, we just hit a, a bit of a ceiling. We hit somewhere where we're just, we're not feeling like we can contribute or we're not getting enough out of the job. And so then we kind of struggle a bit. We, we, we try to figure out, okay, well, can I do something differently? Can I go, can I go try to, um, um, I, I don't know, figure out a new way to tackle such and such? Can I, can I go and do this other thing, meet these new people? And, and, and you actually end up doing things that aren't necessarily right into your, into your job or are or, or, you know, right along the same lines as your job because you're just trying to look for the next thing, the next thing to, to achieve.
0: And I just there's so much there because I love that you talked about the balance between, you know, sometimes it's maybe us like we're not looking for the next opportunity or we're not maybe having those conversations asking for what we need. We're waiting for, I guess, the old expression, which I feel like is probably not the best expression anymore, like the fairy tale, like someone's going to pop in poof, like and say, all right, here's your promotion. And we're waiting for that and it's not happening. And so it could be us not asking. It could be our organizations not providing. And I think sometimes, yeah, it's realizing that maybe what you want to do actually can't be in alignment with where you are because the organization needs a specific function out of that role. And they're, you know, they only have so much flexibility to honor that. When you notice that, because this is something that I've been, curious about lately. And one of the reasons that we start to quiet quit, obviously, is because of our lack of fulfillment. But what piece of that do you think that we have to like, own? because I think that there's one thing to say, like, I'm just going to quiet quit, I'm going to come in and do the minimum. But at some point, that has to run counter to our need to grow, to develop. And so what would you say to someone that's quiet quitting, they know they're not there, but yet they're not making that choice to actually leave. They're just kind of sticking with it. Any advice to like get them out of that slump of stagnancy, if you will?
1: yeah, because like Qui is interesting. It's almost in a way a bit of a test, right? it's It's kind of a let me try this on. let me let me really just not or or not try this on. <laughs> and let me try and really to to just to mail it in to not do a whole lot of my job and see what happens. And I can you know at the very at the worst case scenario, they let me go. i I wanted to go anyways. and so, I think that uh, what I've learned, or what I've sort of tried to really get from people and interviewing them and just and just going through my own experience, is that a lot is in your head. A lot of it is, and you need a certain amount of fulfillment from your job. You can go you can go a certain amount of time without it, right? Like you can you can effectively just keep doing those dialing in those sales every every week and and not really, find that next challenge, but it does weigh on you. I, I think it does impact you, your happiness, your, again, that fulfillment out of your job over time. And you do have a decision to make at a certain point, right? Like Say you quiet quit for a month and no one, no one notices or no one says anything, and then it turns into six months and then a year and then two years and three years it, <laughs> where you're just you know really doing a very, very small amount to continue earning your paycheck. I would also argue that it's not really that. Like, we're not just doing our jobs to get a paycheck. I think there's actually a lot more out of it that we can get. We're trying to advance as people. We can get a lot of happiness. We can, you know, learn things and move up in the world and impact the world. And a lot of people are trying to do that. Um, you know, educate themselves, learn, build relationships. There's so many things you can get out of work. And if you dial it back so much for so long, I, uh, you know, I think you're not. You're kind of wasting wasting your life. I don't know Like that's a pretty way to put it, but you're sort of wasting some of these precious years, some of this time that you can actually be doing something. Now, I know it's easier said than done. Sometimes you're just in a bad place where, you know, you know that going and finding a new job or starting something new is going to be a lot of work and you might as well put it off if you can. But at a certain point, you do have to say like, ah, I just maybe need to actually quit rather than just be quiet about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's your mental health. It's your confidence, which I guess segues into the question of like, when we actually have the fulfillment at work, what are some of the benefits that we can see and feel? I, th- I
1: think you just enjoy going, right? Like you enjoy the the um, the challenge, the achievement. Again, jobs are filled with good and bad, right? No one has this every day is an amazing day kind of situation. I think there are better ones and there are worse ones, but it's, it's that that makes it interesting for us when, when we go out. So, I, you know I think I think that we just we can really accomplish a lot and help be part of teams, culture, people, we just, a lot of these things we get out of our jobs. And so I think that's sort of the benefit for me you can you can learn a lot. you can accomplish a, a lot. you can go places, I think, by really, I think finding a job that you like and a situation that you can sort of thrive in. I think I think we need that as yeah. as people at a certain to a certain extent to to be to be good at stuff, to be getting better at things, to be growing—it is just a, a good way to to grow, and you and get paid for it. Like it's a very good situation if you can find it and, and find something that you do you do like.
0: Yes, and I, I mean you see that with younger generations. I would argue that all generations want to grow and change, but the research shows that it's even more important, maybe for Generation Y or for Millennials, to feel that I am learning and growing every day. So when you're quiet quitting. You know, mental health or stress or, you know, lack of fulfillment, just not happy is bound to happen because you're running counter to something that you likely value. But I also love the important point that you made about.
1: Not every day
0: is an amazing day, even if you love what you do. I love what I do. I love being a speaker. I love coaching people. You know what? I also hate some of my parts of my job. And (laughs) that's just the reality of it. And I love what I do. And I think there's this misconception that you're going to find a job where you will no longer hate any parts of it. No, it's still a job. (laughs) And I think we have to like really debunk that myth that I mean, there's a lot of things that I love, I guess, in terms of this tipping the scales. There's still things that I don't love. There are still challenging situations. And, you know, you don't get around that. You just get a little bit more fulfillment than you do maybe the quiet quitting or the like job, like the decreased feeling of, you know, satisfaction. Right. And I don't know if you have any thoughts on that one. I just I've never I mean, I have days where I love it. I have weeks where I'm like, oh, I do not want to write this. I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to. That still happens,
1: yeah. and and I would say that with any of us, you might be only able to do a particular job for so long. and and that you know it's not like you can do every job. sometimes you can. some there there are unique situations where someone's worked thirty or forty years and something, and then they retire, and that's that. but it's it's pretty rare now. To your point. And so sometimes we just need to do something different. And I, I think that's, I think that's okay. Um, there are many challenges that come with any brand new job. And I think that's what we're looking for again. It, and it's not a straight line. It is sometimes you do have to start something new, especially if you want to switch. Like when well, at the outset, I was telling the story of me sort of becoming an entrepreneur and leaving my job. Again, you have to learn a lot of new skills when you go and do something else. And in a lot of cases, when you're looking at a new job in like a different field, so say you're you know in one area you want to go to another, you're probably not going to get credit for the you know ten years you have in sales if you're now going and and uh, and and you know going to HR, you're you're going to start a lot lower <laughs> in in the totem pole than when you were before, and you just be ready for that emotionally and just within and over that organization and, um, and and be you know sort of ready to learn a brand new skill set, but start a bit lower, maybe get paid a bit less. And and that just is part of the game.
0: Yeah, the shift that needs to happen. It's, it's hard making the leap into new industries or new, like to go into entrepreneurship. That was not an easy feat. I can think of many days that I appreciated the structure that an organizational okay. job provided for me versus learning how to self-structure or that Oh, if I don't get something, I guess that actually all does come back down to me. That's hard yeah. to like learn the systems and you don't get the validation that maybe, you know, having your, your job that you're so great at did for you in the past. If you are, you know, talking to a client right now, and as they're listening to this podcast, what would be some indicators that maybe they're not as fulfilled at work or how would they know that it's time to actually maybe make that jump and to actually leave and to find a more fulfilling opportunity? I mean, I know we talked about grow, like growth, and we talked about quiet quitting. Anything else that you would say specifically that you've seen with your clients?
1: Well, I think I think you need a plan, right? Like you need a for yourself, right? So you need a plan for how you are going to to grow and achieve more and hit the next steps and all that, right? Like you, you kind of need a plan. And and I would say, you know, anyone who's out there who is who's, who's trying to figure out, do I stay in this job? Do I go somewhere else? We come with a plan, right? Like, what do I want to do? What do I want to achieve? What do I you know, just and it doesn't have to be super solid, but but do that, right? and 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 think about it. And then try to figure out whether you can do that and achieve that plan in the job you are in now. And it may mean having a conversation with your boss about doing, you know, maybe not flipping one hundred percent and doing a totally new role, but, you know, Taking a, a part of a role that uh, that maybe you didn't do before, and allowing you to develop and and and, and transition and whatever, you do need that plan. At a certain point, though, you you may realize that I can't achieve the plan that I want for myself unless I unless I leave or unless I go and 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 work somewhere else or start something myself or whatever it might be. And I think that's really how you need to go about doing it. You have, to, it, it, you know, I think there's a tendency for us to. Want to just go out there and quit one day because we were, you know, very—I don't know—very passionate, or we saw something, or we heard some—I don't know—someone inspired us, and we want to go do that. It's probably not smart, though. <laughs> you probably do need to take a big, deep breath and and plan it out a bit better. But that's what I'm always I, like. I'm, I'm big on on that, and big on sort of planning things, planning things out. Just think it, think it through. Think out the next five years, ten years. You don't have to follow it for those years. It's going to change again for sure, but. Kind of come up with with a plan of what you want to achieve, what you want to do, and and then use that to, to benchmark against. Hey, can I get that out of this company that I'm at now, or or not? And, and try, right? Try see if you can do it. Like like ask your boss, ask the people in the organization. Hey, here's where I want to go. Can this company help me? Can my current role help me? And, and then sometimes the answer is just no.
0: Yeah, and that and those are hard. I think for my years, and I don't do career coaching anymore, but. When I used to do more career coaching, the constant thing I would see in terms of a plan is I'm not fulfilled. I'm not happy. So I'm going to go to grad school and I'm going to give a public service announcement. Unless that is really, really, really where you want to go. That is an incredibly costly security blanket. That's just trying to get you out of the discomfort that you're feeling right now. You know, grad school may not always be the answer. Make sure you reflect long and hard. Um, for me, that would be a very expensive investment. And I might be doing that because I'm more scared about not being able to create success than thinking about the person I actually want to be, thinking about that plan and that vision of where I want to be. Not sure if you see any missteps, but that was like always the most common one. Well, I'm just gonna go to grad school.
1: Yeah. Like
0: that is so expensive. It is so ex- well, like, again, for those that have to pay for those of us that have to pay for it, like that is a very, very expensive. I always call it the expensive security blanket. Yeah. But so diving in so to continue that so how do you then find fulfillment at work? Is it just as simple as like have a plan or how do you actually start to find the fulfillment at work?
1: So the maybe the best example I have is when you when you start a new job it's pretty easy to find fulfillment. It's easy, pretty to find because because everything is new. You were trying to meet people, you were trying to understand like where you fit in, you're trying to understand what the company does, you know, how the structure works, what your role is, how you're gonna get compensated. There's just all these things that you are trying to ultimately figure out. And I think that gives us this boost. We've got this easy kind of at the beginning, this um, this boost to to get us in and, and like it. The problem is that over time, we get to, we learn a lot of those things. Like, we, we you know, if you think of it as a, some leaky bucket or something like that, where you're then trying to figure out, okay, where are all the holes and, 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 um, and, and and can I plug them? And at a certain point, though, it kind of, you start to run out of stuff. <laughs> you know, the people, you, you know, you understand a lot of the dynamics about the organization and, the, and how it works and all that. And you're sort of left with something, right? You're left with probably a, a very narrow, okay, I just need to get better at my job or I just need to, you know, increase this or that, and that it makes it get a little bit harder, right? It gets it, it makes it to get a little bit harder for me to kind of enjoy and and find this fulfillment in my job because um, it's so narrow, right? It, it, it's it kind of almost not that it becomes binary, but it becomes like there's less variables, right? It's kind of like I, I I know these people, I've worked on these relationships, I, I'm getting less benefit, I'm getting less less, like you know, I'm I'm having these these smaller leaps again, and every day or every week or every month or year, and so it, you know, I think we do have to. And a certain point, take a step back and say, "Okay, back to that plan. I, you know, what are my goals? I, I've achieved a bunch of these things. I've figured out a lot about this organization and the company and whatever it might be. But what's next for me? And it's kind of that evaluation, that time period where you're trying to figure it out, where you really need to kind of reflect on the job that you have, what else you could possibly do, what your goals are, and whether or not that." Business, or that company can provide that for you, and it again, it might be able to, in in, in different in different ways. But you know, you could say, hey, I want to go and tackle this new business line. You know, you know, will they support me? I want to go and, um, and 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 try to get a promotion or apply for this different job, or I want to you know add this onto my you know set of skills and, and work on this within the company. But that doesn't always work, right? I mean, uh, sometimes again, you you might not be able to get it through that job. So I think that that's what. The, the process though that you have to do again, you just sort of reach a time period when you're in a certain job that you you know you really need to reflect on that. And you know to the same token, I'd say leaders and companies who are developing the the roles and stuff like that you do need to think about that as well. Like how do you create a situation where the people that are working for you you know have a, a platform to be able to kind of grow over time and enjoy it and stay within the organization?
0: so I love that you even talked about you know the strengths. Because I think it's broad to like feel like where do you want to go? That question is can, can be paralyzing for some people. That it can be really hard to think. I don't even know where I want to go. I just know that right now, you know, if I think about the indicators, like I'm not happy. I'm crying on my way home. I feel like I'm doing too much for a little reward. I'm not feeling challenged. You know, what would be some reflection questions that maybe? You've heard along the way that have been helpful for people. Um, I love that you talked about the strengths, like even starting at the basics, as like what are your strengths. But what might be some good prompts for people to start that reflection journey?
1: Yeah, I'd say like the, the super easy one is well, maybe maybe there's two, but the one easy one is uh, you know, do I enjoy going in on Mondays or am I am I dreading it? You know, just like a very basic, and and you can do that for any day, but I think Mondays a good good example. And then the other, you know, another one would be though around people. So, you know, do I enjoy the people that I'm working with? Do I feel honest, authentic? Do I feel like these are people I really identify with, want to be around, et cetera? Because I, I, you know, I do think that that can be hard to find. And when you do find that, that's actually, you know, there's a ton of value there and it's really important. And it does help you grow and be supported and all that. So, you know, a, a people part of it as well. Um, and then I think, you know, the, maybe the other. Sort of part of it, and just in terms of you evaluating and the, and the and the questions are are sometimes around just you know what you like doing, like what what are your skills, well, you know what skills have you developed, and what what do you sort of enjoy doing, and 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 maybe even looking at your week, your month, whatever it might be, and saying okay, like we were talking about earlier, you know there's some crap that you end up having to do in your job, like how much is how much is this stuff that I really like, how much of my job is stuff that I really like that I'm really excited to do, and how much isn't, and and starting, starting to weigh that. Because again, at a certain time, you're like, "Oh my God!" You know, you may all of a sudden realize that, you know, maybe I love these five hours a week because of whatever, um, whatever reason, but I, I hate the rest of it. And so, you know, maybe that's a good sign. But on the flip side, if if it's a if you have a very small amount of time where you're just like, you know, I hate this reporting function, but I really love all the people part of it. Um, but I hate having to type up stuff and whatever, then maybe you you sort of figure out, okay, well, that's a really small part of my job and I'm willing to to do it because, you know, the alternative in another organization may be, you know, worse Uh, or, and, or can I find a a faster way to do it in a more efficient way? And maybe that becomes, you know, my next, my next goal, my next, uh, the next thing I want to achieve.
0: I love that. But it comes to your own self challenge. How can you maybe find the fulfillment by looking at what you do and doing it differently? Maybe you can improve a process, make a greater impact, but also coming back to what do you actually like doing today? We change all the time. We (laughs) change even, I started coaching 10 years ago and I've slowly kind of even evolved away from coaching. I do not do it to the way that I did before. And I loved coaching 10 years ago. And that was from doing almost 10 years of retail. You know, it's understanding that we'll always change and evolve, but it's like keeping a pulse Where are you today? What do you want today? What is important to you to get from a job? Maybe it is, you know, just like coming in and like doing the bare minimum so you can spend time with your family. Maybe it is feeling like I am developing a new skill. Uh, If you were a leader, how would you support someone that maybe is struggling to find fulfillment at work? Or how would you support your team?
1: You need to be open. You You need to try to have conversations with people on a regularish basis and somehow without this sort of corporate veil, I guess, around it, like you sort of have to be able to just have a, I think, a real conversation and figure out how you can support people. And I think that as a leader, you, you probably need to have an open mind about that person in your organization, right? Like if they're, I think you want to do everything that you can to try to support them within the organization and allowing them there. And then at a certain point, you you may just have to let them go. So I, I, I would say that and let them go in the sense that you're not firing them, but you're sort of giving them the advice that, hey... If you need these things out of your job, then maybe you can't get them here. And, 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 you know, you do have to think about the next, you know, what the next role is. And I'm totally here to support you in the timing and whatever you might need. But, um, you know, and again, that's probably more of an, you know, extreme example. But, um, you know, I think as a, as a leader, what you would, you need to do, as I was saying before, is just, is, is, is think of that path, right? You, you need to be able to think of your group of people that you may be trying to lead or manage and say, okay, here is the path for them. Here's the, the type of person that I'm looking for. Here is the you know the prototype and here's how they, you know, will develop in the organization and here's the role they have. And that's not gonna fit for everyone, right? Like some people will will come and go and they just won't buy in or they won't necessarily be be as good at it, be as fulfilled by it, whatever as you need to be, but you're trying to try to get as many people on that journey as you can. and the people that you you, know, you don't that, that can't find that. I think you again, you try to do as, as good by them as you can and, and, and sort of support them in, in the next phase of whatever they need. And um, and I think just having that dialogue with them and supporting them in, in that understanding that they, that they need to be fulfilled. And that they need to get a lot out of their job is important. And, and I think that, you know, if you can come from that perspective, it's like super helpful from a boss because, you know, you know that they're there to support you and they'll give you the you know, you're, you're comfortable in giving them as an employee kind of the the, the goods on, on sort of what's going on in your head.
0: I love that. Holding space for even if your dreams aren't here, we still, yeah. you're not a bad person. You know, here's unfortunately what we will need from this role, but thank you for sharing that. Maybe I can help you transition to a different part of the company. Maybe... It's, you know, I can write you a letter of recommendation, whatever that might be. But I also like that you talked about the path. You know, so many organizations, as much as it's become, I guess, I don't want to say common knowledge, but it has become more of an expectation. Like people want to know their path in organizations. And if that's career pathing isn't, you know, really, I guess, displayed or shown to someone, it's hard for them to understand and motivate themselves. How do I motivate myself when I don't know what I'm motivating myself for? Yeah. I'm just motivating myself for the potential to move to something, but I have no idea what something is. Do I even want the something? I mean, it's, we've got to have the path. Like, Greg, this has been a great conversation. What would be some final insights or tips that you would want to leave our audience with?
1: I, I don't want to just say that there's a lot out there <laughs> and there's a lot of job. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of elements of, of our work. And and that's I think what you need to explore. I think being frank with people, it can be the people at work, but it it cannot be. It can be people that are in your um, just vicinity, your your friends, your family, your community. You know, have conversations with them about about this. This is what I, that's how I started, and that's how I think. Um, it's incredible when you get the insights from others and what others have gone through and they've seen. And it just, I think it's really helpful in terms of, in terms of that. And so I've really, you know, enjoyed over the last few years, uh, you know, hosting a podcast, but then also just talking to a lot of people that I know about the topics around work and, and sort of what they love and hate about their jobs and and how they've approached it. And you just, you learn know a lot by by doing that. And I think that it's, it's one of those things that sometimes we don't, we, we we may, may tend to, um, one or the other. We, we want to seem really, I don't know, like everything's great all the time. And we, we say, you know, just that everything's good and, and aren't willing to be sort of vulnerable or, or, say that, you know, what may be struggling with us, what we may be struggling with at work. And then on the flip side, sometimes we just, we just, just are, are, are terrible about our jobs. And we just sort of, you know, say, Hey, I hate work. And it's just kind of the way, you and I think, you know, both of those are, are, there's something wrong with probably both of those in the long run that I think you need to, you know, be a bit more honest with it and say, yes, there, you know, there are things that I like, there are things that I dislike and sort of have that conversation with more people. And so that's what, you know, I'm always trying to do uh, myself too. And even and even now, I don't think you ever figure it out. I don't think there's ever any like, hey, I found the job and now I'm always going to be happy. I think it's, a, it's an ever evolving kind of thing.
0: Yeah, there's not a final destination. I wish no. there was. <laughs> it's just reflection and being like, am I happy today? Greg, how can they get in touch with you? How can they find out more about your podcast?
1: Yeah. So it's the Lifetime at Work podcast. It's uh, you know, feel free to subscribe, Apple, Spotify, whoever. Uh, that's the best way. I'm also on LinkedIn. So um you but probably going to lifetime is the best way to uh, to, to to find it uh, and find me me there. But I'm not a I'm not a coach. I'm just uh, I call it am an observer trying to figure this out just like all of you people, I think, hopefully. And so, um, you know, that's what I do on the podcast is just interview different people about uh, their experience with work. And hopefully, you know, that allows people listening to learn more about themselves through it. So,
0: Awesome. Greg, thank you so much for stopping by the Leadership Habit to talk about how to find more fulfillment at work. It was a great conversation. And thank you so much for your insights and your time and sharing it with our audience. Thanks, John. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode with Greg Martin. I really enjoyed the conversation. It had me thinking a lot about the periods in my life where I maybe wasn't feeling as as fulfilled and the things that I needed to do to change. And I hope that you give yourself permission to reflect. Think about what's important to you. How do you want to grow? How do you want to evolve? Now, if we can help you in that process of personal growth and development, we would love the opportunity you can head on over to Crestcom.com. We are a full scale leadership development program and it's all designed to help you be the best that you can be no matter where your career will take you. Head on over to Crestcom.com and there you can request a complimentary leadership skills workshop for you and your team. We want to help you be your best. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Leadership Habit Podcast. You know someone that could benefit please share this episode with them. And of course, don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast streaming service. Until next time.